Good morning, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we want to talk to you about the uh, words that we hear most often, and that I am quite certain that all of you have thought in your own heads more than once personally and about your equine and canine companions and competitors. And those are the words, it'll just go away. Ugh. Those words, it'll just go away. You know what? Sometimes it'll just go away, but then you know what happens? It manifests into five different other things that you have to deal with. I so often have to say to people, I really wish you had come last week, last month, last year. And all I thought it would go away is the response. You know, my dog was just, oh, it was a couple days it couldn't jump up on the couch. Well, and now it can't get up at all. My horse was just, you know, abducting, swinging out its right hind, and I figured he'd work his way out of it. And now there's a front-end problem, a pole problem, a top-line problem, and they're not able to compete or trail ride. So what's the solution? Yeah, because people wait around too long, it's, and the body begins to compensate because the body will find a way to make it happen. So the body will find a way to change its positioning, to change its posture, to change its muscular development. It will make massive changes to keep movement happening because movement is life. And the fascinating thing is by the time someone asks for help, it's typically a compensation that they've noticed and to get a history and trace back to well, when do you think this might have begun? Is it's oh, it's like searching for needles in haystack or cleaning manure in a deep stool. Uh, anyway, the the point the point is that it's in your best interest to have things checked immediately post any trauma and with regularity because. Addressing the biomechanical health of your horse, of your dog, and of yourself is proactive and preventative. Yeah, because you don't realize that small, small things can turn into much larger things. In fact, that a lot of the studies have shown that uh, when you get injured, your body starts to create that inflammatory process. That inflammatory process eventually turns into a degenerative process, and that degenerative process may take years before you actually notice what happened. But once that degenerative process starts, it's almost impossible to reverse. And he did say almost, because we do get to see it reverse, because motion is lotion and you can improve. Improve is probably a more realistic way of um, saying it than, than reverse. I love when I see x-rays for someone who told me that their dog or they were arthritic and then lo and behold you x-ray and that joint that looked small and irregular looks better because the body has made a better choice. The thing is when you do things regularly and you have the gate checked 
and you have the musculoskeletal system checked and you know that fascia is flowing, you learn how to do range of motion on your own animals and check for difference, that's when you do intervention. Thinking, well, you know, you're thinking you're going to save money because you're going to see if it just goes away. I have things that's one of the most expensive decisions people make. <laughs> and then some. I mean, we see it every day. And it costs, sometimes it costs a horse its career, its dog its career, because they waited too long. They waited to the point where, yes, we'll be able to make the animal more functional and get the animal back, but not to, not to the point where it was prior to the injury. Because sometimes it just goes too far. People let it go on and on, and that becomes that becomes the issue, and it becomes the issue with the the humans themselves. Because you let things go on to the point where all of a sudden it's a crisis, and a lot of times we don't see things until it stops their activities of daily living. That's when they finally go, "I can't do what I'd like to do anymore. Therefore, I better get this taken care of." And when we watch, because often people bring in the videos of the trauma that happened because we are in a society where it is normal, uh, common, I don't think many of us are normal, uh, to make sure we capture everything. And I love to capture everything. And then you see a horse head plant. And like, he got up, shook it off, he was fine. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe that's when you have it checked so that two weeks later, when they've compensated six times and you see a right hind issue, that you are not going to be able to connect it to that trauma and look for the primary. I can't tell you how often we find the condition that is causing the biggest discrepancy in behavior and in function nowhere near where they are limping, or where the difficulty... Dave just had it yesterday. Horse can't turn right. Oh, it's its hip. Yeah. So why is it its hip? Because of some poor motion, poor decision in the stall, you know, that happened days, weeks, months ago. And we were up in Ocala and saw a dog that was definitely not moving the way it had been moving the last time we were there. And I said, what did it do, run into a fence? Oh yeah, full steam, ran straight into the fence. <laughs> it was a signature scrunching of that dog. Literally, it was smaller from head to toe because it had just contracted. And if you're not looking with a refined you may not notice things. So prevention isn't a waste of money compared to crisis care and compared to letting things go. Yeah, because what starts off as a small problem that you can fix in two visits in two years turns into a Massive problems that could take months and months and months of treatment to fix. Yeah. So we invite you to pay more attention, as we usually do. We invite you to notice the little things and do something to improve them every single day. This does not mean you always need to call out someone to address it. 
it may mean that you need to up your grooming, up your currying to a more therapeutic uh, way of doing it. It may mean that you need to work in both directions. I can't tell you how many dogs, because they're show dogs and the handler is always on one side, develop muscle tension that goes unnoticed until they can't turn their head or they scream out in pain. You have to be the eyes and the advocates for your animals so that you can do the best thing as quickly as possible. Maybe it will go away, should be re, I'm shooting. I suggest you rephrase that to maybe it'll show it somewhere else. My, my, my favorite clients are the ones that call me up and go, you know, my horse is just, it just feels a little off today. It was fine. It seemed fine yesterday, but today it just seems a little off. It's not lame because that turns into a veterinarian issue, but it just seems a little bit off because those people are paying attention and they realize that that little bit off today turns into a lameness tomorrow. I absolutely. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't think I needed to call you, but could you run your hands over and check? <laughs> I don't think that fall did anything. Could you run your hands over and check? Absolutely, if we're in the neighborhood, we can. And you can run your hands over and check. I was discussing this with someone who's in school yesterday, actually, and I said, you, it's very difficult to learn how to fix problems if you don't know what healthy feels like. If you want to know when your animal is off, then you want to be observing it every single day so that you attune yourself to difference. If you want to feel muscle spasm, you want to put your hands on hundreds, thousands of dogs and horses and begin to develop a fine sense of difference so that whether you can name it or not, whether you know it's brachiocephalicus or tricep or, 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 if you notice difference, you'll be able to get help and you'll be able to get help sooner rather than later. But again, it comes down to being able to recognize that first step that's not right. Being able to recognize, oh, I noticed he, that my dog's not jumping up onto the bed as well as it used to. It's not jumping up onto the couch or it's crawling off the couch where it used to just bound off the couch. But those observations become very, very important in the wellness of that animal. So you have to pay attention. You have to know what's normal. And then you have to be able to observe when that becomes abnormal. Whether you observe it with your eyes or feel it with your hands becomes very, very important tools to start using to find out what can I prevent? Because everyone, it's so funny because everyone comes to us when they get injured and they go, what can I do to prevent this next time? You know, without thinking, you know, and, th and when you're injured, that's not the time to start exercising. And you know, we get this all the time. You're, it's too late to start exercising. Now it's time to start healing. And healing requires elements besides exercise because you don't need to stress a joint that's already been injured. What you need to do is rest it and improve function of all the other joints around it. Okay. Moving it isn't the same as exercising it. 
restoring normal function requires knowing what normal function is. So I'm going to keep coming back to this. Things can resolve for sure. So notice when things are going right. Start taking extra care to go, wow, that was a great day. This is how they feel when they're moving ideally and begin that process of always checking, always noticing. And when something abnormal happens, when there is a unintended dismount, it's not only the person who hits the ground that feels the shift in weight bearing or in biomechanics in the body. When you have an animal in the car with you and you stop short and it gets flung around a bit, there is consequence that you want to observe immediately the next day and the next day. Is this pattern improving? Is this pattern going downhill? You know, it's so much better for your care and your and your ability to relax with your competitor or your companion when you're able to change those words from maybe it will go away to how can I affect this so that it doesn't manifest into a problem. That's a long sentence. We're going to have to find a shorter way to do that. And, and don't let youth be your reason for shaking it off because the problems that begin in youth turn into major complications in later in life. And we see this a lot. Oh, you know, they're young and they're, they're just growing and they'll get over that. Right. And, uh, you know, from, from tidy acorns grow mighty oaks. So what we want to do is if we see something moving slightly incorrectly and correct it young, full young, puppy young, the other day, that's probably a few months ago by now, it's the other other day, <laughs> I had the privilege of palpating a 10-week-old Dachshund. And because and I can't help myself, it's cute, and I wanted to be able to interface with it, and it screamed when I touched his shoulders, so I did the range of motion, right front, no problem, left front could not move. Now, this dog may not have been evaluated for that for six months to a year, if then. And in seconds, we were able to restore normal motion, rechecked it in a week, no screaming, no nothing. Okay. So I am requesting, warmly requesting, that you focus more on how you can stop progression by doing something as soon as you see a difference or experience a trauma. Our favorite line from humans, but I haven't done anything. I don't know why I got this. I haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah, you work in the horse world. Don't tell me you haven't done anything. You, you, you feed your animals. You clean up after animals. You get in and out of the car. You sleep terribly. Your cell phones are screwing up your necks, your backs, you know. It's okay if you're going to keep doing those things. Just notice that you are. Notice that, you know, yes, your horse may need a cribbing collar and there are consequences. Yes, your horse may 
need to eat out of a hay net and there are consequences. Yes, your dog pulls on you and there are consequences. So become more aware, get help sooner so that we don't have to see more of you. This has been an Equiline podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. Have an excellent day.